When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Travis, this is your time to tell us about your phone. Oh, all right. Well, I I just got the new uh, iPhone 6s, and it, it, I'd say it was a success. Uh, <laughs> there you go. That, that's my full review of the phone. Everything. That's that, all I get to talk that, about. It. That's it. All right. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Brandon Cruz of Apathetic Enthusiasm with my co-host and <laughs> best friend, Travis Menard. Oh, hey. I don't even have to introduce myself anymore. We've, we've, we've really shooken up the, the intro format. We had, we had it locked in for a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm Brandon. I'm Travis. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You, you just got it now. Do you, you want to you try it again, but like, see yeah. how it sounds from your end? No. No. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do, just, right. do it. You start it off. Hey, everybody. This is Travis, and I'm here with Brandon. I'm your host and supreme leader for Apathetic Enthusiasm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I said co-host, at least. Oh, okay. Man, this is, mess- this is messed up. I you meant- know what? We, we need to rethink. Yeah, we're done. Let's get out of here. We need to rethink our power levels. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Brandon? Uh, it's, going, uh, it's going decent. Are, are you feeling, feeling well? Feeling healthy? Feeling fully recovered from a... A weekend of conventioning, and I mean, we've we've had a week to kind of recuperate, and um, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm still, you know, there's still parts of me that uh, that are getting uh, used to civilian life. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there any any con crud still kind of remaining sticking sticking you, around? Yeah, I mean, there is, there is a little bit, you know, to be expected. Uh, sniffles here and there. Well, <laughs> beautiful. That that'll, that'll get that'll keep the listeners engaged. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's empathy. What, you know, they can empathize. What better way to recover from a week of running ourselves ragged than to curl up on the couch and watch some some television? That's right. Uh, That's right, Charles. Uh, as as many of you are probably aware, as you've probably been getting into these shows as well, but uh, the fall TV season is upon us and. Lots of networks are bringing back either returning shows or some brand new shows. Uh, and Brandon and I thought it would be a good idea to take a look at some of these shows and uh, kind of give our review and, and, and talk about the shows that we're most excited about for, for fall television. That is, it is a good idea. That's a good idea. Whose idea was that? Um, I think you usually have the idea. So. <laughs> I, th- I think it was <laughs> late last night. We're like, oh, we should probably talk about something on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, uh, did, uh, did you write an outline? No, you no. always write the outline. <laughs> let's yeah. let, let's hash this out. Let's hash this out in person. Yeah, was the uh, was what we said, and, it, and then we just played 
uh, Hearthstone on our phones, <laughs> yeah. like two feet away from each other for about an hour. <laughs> and, and I won a single game. That's right. You did. You got, you got to get more cards, man. Yeah, I know. I know. You gotta, well, you, you keep unlock them, them characters. Yeah. Well, I have the single deck, the single custom deck that I made. I have all the other character decks, but yeah. uh, not fully. I don't have all the, the cards in each of those decks. Yeah. I mean, I, pl- I played that game for a while pretty consistently. Um, and then for what I think it was when the second major expansion came out, I just I, I stopped playing. I, it may have been around the time I got like my Xbox though. Oh. Also, <laughs> I was like, nope, no more phone games. Yeah, okay. uh, but now with my new phone with all the gigs on it, I mean, I, I, I reinstalled it. I, so. I I picked it up because I was like, oh, let's let's check this out. Uh, oh, it's it's actually on my phone now. So let me let me see what this is about. And so I you know I played it for a while. Um, and then um, I played a single person online, which is you, and I realized that I'm not good at it. So you'll get there, man. You got that free deck from uh, Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Not a sponsor. Not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's three shows that um, we were we were interested in that uh, all actually premiered this last week. Yeah. Um, so so these are the shows we're going to run down. First off, the Muppets, which uh, if you've been listening for any period of time you know that brandon and i are pretty pretty big muppet fans yep brandon, uh, brandon is sitting here with a uh, muppet muppet mug of coffee that, that's true kermit kermit is looking at me from from the side of your cup right now a uh, couple other shows one based on uh, a movie yes which uh, is which is actually based off of a philip k dick novel which is based off of a, a television show no, is that well, not right? No, no. I was not, just trying no. to bring it full circle. It was, it was worth a shot. Uh, but that's uh, Minority Report. Um, and then finally, uh, we're going to talk a little bit of Heroes. Uh, Heroes Reborn premiered this week. This is a uh, restart, I guess, of the Heroes series that aired on NBC about, like, what, 10 years ago? Almost eight, yeah. eight ten years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's, I think it's time to start the music. It's time to light them lights let's get things started what are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna be present here he's, I, he's texting I, I right I, now I, I, i'm not texting I, i'm 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 uh are you I'm instagramming cla- i'm clarifying my information oh oh he's looking he's looking stuff up okay so let's talk about the muppets guys uh for for the longtime listener who whichever one you are uh you know that we talked about the muppets uh in an early episode when they were discussing po- potentially bringing the show on yeah we we uh it's time to start the music it's time to, it's time to let, you did we, we did you we did already that. did that part. Oh, well, crap. just 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 follow along all right uh i put my phone down though. yeah so we actually did some predictions about this show we talked about things we would like to see um with this show and and now here it is we're in september uh the first episode has aired uh what are your what are your initial thoughts right off right off the bat about the new Muppets. Uh, my initial thoughts are um, that I like I like the Muppets. You know, I'm I'm glad to see them back on on prime time. Mm-hmm. Um, there there are a couple things that I didn't laugh too much during the episode. Uh, there were you know a couple of good gags in there. I, I, okay, so I have to ask a question about that specifically. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the like ten minute pitch video I that did. leaked online? Um, I did not. Okay. So they 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 aired it at San Diego Comic-Con, but it was like a 10-minute pitch video that they 
they showed to ABC to kind of get the show picked up so yeah. they could actually make it. Yeah. Um, I watched that online and almost a hundred percent of that video made it into this first episode. Sure. Sure. For me, I feel like a lot of the jokes in the episode I'd already heard because I watched that video and that's why I didn't laugh at a lot of stuff. And, and, I, and I don't, I, but I don't know. I don't and, know if it's cause I heard it already or if it's cause and it comedy is based on the unexpected. I think so. You know, you know, you know? got to set it up. Like, but when I, when I watch, uh, like up comedy with subtitles on, it just, it de- de- destroys. Do you do that? The, yeah. Well, it's on by default cause, yeah, cause, cause Chelsea, cause Chelsea cause watches, you guys watch captions on everything. Yeah, yeah, it's like a guy walks into a bar, and then underneath it's like, uh, the second time he talks. It's like reading a joke book versus yeah, a joke told to yeah. You. Comedy is all about timing. It's all about time. timing. <clears throat> you messed you messed up my timing. <laughs> 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 um, no, just some of the jokes. Uh, you know, um, some of them fell flat for me. Uh, you know, uh, I did like uh, Gonzo's. Dancing with the stars. Dancing joke. with the stars, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh. for those of you that maybe missed the first episode or... I'm still uh, laughing about it. <laughs> uh, what they've done is they've taken the Muppets and they're trying to, I guess, make them more adult. So, some of the jokes are a little bit, like, more adult level sense of humor. They The entire Muppet group uh, works on a show, a late night talk show hosted by Miss Piggy. I think it's called like late tonight with Miss Piggy or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so Kermit is the show manager and then uh, like Gonzo and Rizzo and some of those guys work in the writer's room. Fozzie is the co-host a la Andy Richter. Um, yeah. He also like warms up the crowd and stuff. Uh, who else you got? Sam the Eagle is like the uh, standards and practices. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, which is which is perfect for that character, um, and then I think like who who else is around? Uh, did, you, did you say Pepe and? Yeah, okay, Pepe is the guy I missed from the writers' room, but he's in there with Gonzo and Rizzo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's what's his name? Uh, Scooter. Scooter. Scooter's he's, like he's his... like a personal assistant type guy. <laughs> um, which, all right. So if you watch the original Muppet Show, a lot of the themes from that kind of carry over into this concept but they're they're shooting it in a modern way so the muppet show you had the sketches you had the stuff that was going on on stage but then there was also all this dialogue and things that were happening backstage yeah it's not the same split as far as how much is happening on the show within the show versus like backstage antics um but they're able to leverage that a little bit which which is something i was hoping for uh realistically the only thing that happened on the late night show with Miss Piggy was like, they had was it like, uh, Imagine Dragons or somebody or well, and Elizabeth Banks yeah. uh, briefly. Yeah, that was like a minute of content though. Yeah, and but and then they had like animal banging on a drum or something. <laughs> I think they can utilize that portion of the show more, do some sketches and stuff on there, and yeah. really kind of amp that up. But they're shooting it the same way they shoot like The Office and Modern Family. And every other show on television, it's, it's it's very it's very thirty rockish. It is, it is. That's that's a good comparison. Um, they're doing those first person interviews and all that stuff. So, yeah. which it works, but it's it's also something we've seen a lot of in the last ten years. So. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, and uh, so so one of my critiques, right, and and I didn't think I would have a problem with this, <clears throat> was was the the adult aspect of the Muppets, and and I'm fine, and I'm fine with, I'm fine with, I'm obvi, uh, <laughs> fine with adult humor, um, and I'm fine with the, the Muppets having adult humor, mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm more of a fan of the like the subtle. The subtle stuff, right? Exactly. Yes. Like it could be an adult. It can be adult humor, but as long as it's not like not in your face, like, yeah, okay, I get it. You're talking about you're talking about sex, but in the show, like they actually like say sex once. Yeah, there's a there's a point where Kermit calls like a pig sexy or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, that's that's that seems weird. That seems weird coming from from that character. Yeah, I, I I completely agree with you. I I'm all for. And I think that's something that made the original Muppet Show great too. Is there there were jokes that kind of were a little bit higher level, like more adult, but because of the way that they were executed and presented, yeah, it, it just kind of kids just it goes right over their head, and then the adults are laughing at it, but yeah, the kids just see the fun characters and stuff like that. I I actually watched this show with my kids, and they uh. I mean, they were engaged a little bit, uh-huh. but be- I think because of the way that the show is is built and and targeted, yeah, um, it didn't. It really didn't keep their attention as much as I expected it it would. So, I don't know. It's yeah. It's 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 one of those things where it's gonna take a little bit of either adjustment on the showrunners' part, or just the audience is gonna have to adapt to this new kind of attitude from some of the characters yeah and and you know it, it is only the pilot so you know uh i i usually give pilots a little bit more leeway sure um so they can get on their feet so to speak even though I'll, you can't see their feet 90 <laughs> percent right 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 that's a muppet joke guys uh i waka 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 so i will keep i will keep watching because i i want to see the muppets succeed and i want them to be funny um, and I and I want and I want to uh, enjoy my childhood still. <laughs> yeah, because I we have no intention of growing up anytime soon. Um, uh, yeah, but but speak. Um, is there anything else you want to say about the Muppets? No, I I would just l- like to know. Um, I mean, we're both pretty open about the fact that we are Muppet fans to begin with ahead of the show. But I'm I'm curious how people that wouldn't label themselves as Muppet fans. Uh, if, if anybody watched it and what they thought about it. So, um, if you, however you guys are watching this, you know, leave us a comment or something, let us know, uh, what you thought about this show. And, you know, if, if you were a Muppet fan ahead of time, like yeah. your thoughts and if you weren't more specifically, like, like, did like, you hate it? Did you, were you like the stupid, like if you went, like if your husband or your wife, uh, was a Muppet fan and you were not and you're like I don't really like the Muppets but you had to watch the show Yeah, like Travis has to watch Revenge and Scandal all the time I've like, gotten so much editing and stuff done because <laughs> I'm like you just keep watching Revenge honey I'm gonna I'm gonna be over here in Premiere Pro like if you're a Revenge Scandal Travis but with the Muppets you know what did you guys think you know um, alright so so that's it on Muppets uh, we, we talked about we talked about me giving leeway to pilots uh we have two more pilots that we want to talk about Definitely. today. Uh, and and so for, for these next two shows, uh, we both kind of, we, we shared the wealth here. Shared so, the load. So you, you, <laughs> you, uh, you watched Minority Report. That's right. The, and this is a new show on Fox, right? Yes. 
so and and you, I, I did and not watch it. You watched Heroes Reborn. I watched I watched the two hour premiere of Heroes Reborn on NBC. Minor, Minority Report wasn't two hours, so you got you once got, again. I'm doing more. Work. You, you got the raw end of the deal. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about Minority Report. Tell me uh, your your thoughts. All right, so uh, Minority Report. Right, this is based off of. We're going to go back in time here. Uh, this is based off the 2002 movie Minority Report by Steven Spielberg featuring Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a direct, it is a direct uh, spinoff of that, of that film. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to go... Tom, fur- Cruise, Tom Cruise isn't in it though, right? I'm going to go further back in history, just throw out some trivia real quick. Uh, Minority Report was actually originally supposed to be a sequel to Total Recall. Um, so just just put that in your in your hat, uh, your trivia hat. Just hold that in your little pocket there. <laughs> take it along with you. It was the, the film was actually originally being developed with Arnold Schwarzenegger in mind. He was going to go back on Earth because they talk about mutants on Total Recall, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So the precogs were actually going to be mutants originally, which I guess they are technically mutants here. Sure. Um, and then he was going to go on an adventure that way, but eventually it went to Steven Spielberg, Tom Cruise, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right. I did not know that. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so Minority Report is now on Fox, and it is a direct continuation of the Minority Report film. Um, so here, here's here's what it is, right? I didn't... I, I heard about it when I first heard the news about the film, uh, the, the TV show. I was like, oh, cool, yeah, that's that'll be awesome. And then as the, the days and the weeks and the months went by, <laughs> I thought to myself... You know what? This is probably going to be crappy. And I, I saw like an Instagram where they do like the the five second video. Yeah, yeah. We we talked about this. Yeah. Not on the show, but there was some sort of ad they ran on social media, and it just looked terrible, awful, awful, just so bad. The, the, <laughs> the graphics looked pretty, um, pretty like nineteen ninety four Jurassic Park. But if Jurassic Park didn't have, um, you know, claymation. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's. Here's how it continues on. Because one of my questions was, well, in the movie, they talk about pre-crime. And essentially how pre-crime is, is bad. Because what what um, what happens in the film is they find out that, you know, one of there's three precogs. And each one of those gets a different image of a crime. And the one person whose uh, image is different from the other two, that's called the minority report. And that gets thrown out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically the, the crutch of the film is, well, you know what? People can change their fate. They're not necessarily going to commit the crime. Sure. Yeah. So that's why pre-crime ends up being bad. So I'm like, well, in the, in now in the show, how is that going to work? If pre-crime's bad, how are they going to work that into a, a premise for the show? So, and so just so we're clear, so this takes place like after the conclusion of the minority report film like this is yes it, take, it takes place like uh, i think like 20 20 years later so oh okay all right um all right so here's how here's how the show works here's how it works in it the precogs the uh the the three precogs there's a, a girl and two brothers right dash two and arthur brothers. and the main character of the show is one of the precogs oh okay um so so at the end of the film, they go to like a little island. They're all by themselves. But then they, you know, they're alone and they are by themselves. So you know what? One of the, the brothers, Dash, he decides, you know, I, I have this power. I could be helping people. And so he comes back into the world, goes back to D.C., and he starts 
you know, trying to save people's lives. Okay. Uh, and that's when he meets up with a with a, a, a kooky cop, kooky <laughs> detective, and they try to they start. They, Is it Andy Samberg from Brooklyn Nine Nine? <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, uh, Terry Crews. Terry <laughs> Crews. Uh, and so that I mean that's the basic premise of of the show, and and they eventually introduce uh, the sister, who I apologize I can't remember her Agatha. Yes, um, Agatha and Arthur. They eventually introduce them. Arthur is like this kind of like business magnet using his power to oh, uh, to, to bamboozle get, on get Wall Street. And uh, they they talk about how uh, Agatha she's the strongest of the two or the three. Uh, Arthur only he he sees names and places. Um, and then uh, Dash, you know, just sees places and, and faces, so he doesn't actually know the names. That's why they need all three of them together. Okay, yeah. So that's I, I, that's an interesting idea. I didn't realize that they were going to take the, the precogs out of the tank, if you will, <laughs> and uh, and kind of make them the central characters of this of this series. But I mean, that makes a lot of sense because you're still getting that precognition aspect of the the series yeah but you're you're not doing the whole we got a red ball sort of like you know just pre-crime yeah know, situation so okay. and, and that and that's why i was like uh, that's why i was kind of like well uh, kind of against it because if we're doing the red ball stuff then yeah. um and so uh there's a there's an, a larger plot going on where uh agatha and arthur they've seen visions where they get put back into the tank mm. so they're watching yeah. dash and watching him do his stuff and they're just kind of like uh, is is he what puts us back into the tank? Okay, right? all right. Um, so yeah, so I, I, you know, I like it. I, I was pleasantly surprised w- with it, uh, which, which is interesting because you went in with really low expectations. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the only problem I really have is the the woman who plays the detective. She's mm-hmm. just kind of, I, I don't know what's wrong with her acting, but it's <laughs> it seems. There's something wrong with it. Like it's wooden or something. Eh. How I, I'm I'm wondering, and this uh, comes from like those social media ads as well. But how how is the how are the effects done? I know I know we we live in a world now where special effects in movies is is almost becoming um, like too hard to pick out. Like, but in television, their budgets <laughs> are much smaller, and yeah. so sometimes the CG work and things like that. And, I'll get into that a little bit with Heroes Reborn, but yeah. it's not it's not as well executed. Uh, how how is the uh, special effects uh, in Minority? Report? I I will actually say that that uh, that ad that we first saw, um, it it's not as bad as that. So okay. I, they they must they either did something or to enhance it between then and the show, or um, they just like seen in the full context of the entire scene that it makes more sense. The film relied heavily on special effects. You had the the big like monitor where he was like moving stuff around with his hands and things like that. Yeah, uh, are they just not showing as much like CG stuff in this? Or are they just kind of focusing more on like guys on the street doing crime <laughs> crime fighting? Or or are they trying to bring that same level of technology and and effects into the show? Um, they're not they're not bringing the full gamut of all those effects, but you know they're still touch screen aspects of it they're still uh, using some of that stuff. yeah yeah they're they uh the detective she like throws these three balls on the floor and then they turn into like uh like flying drones battle, battle droids <laughs> yeah 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 kind of like in the movie like they they put the little discs on the ground they turn to spiders okay um uh and it's you know mapping out the whole area 
Um, so yeah, they're they're not skimping on effects, but I think they need to use them more um, judiciously. Okay. Uh, especially to you know keep the the show going. Um, there are two things I want to mention that I really that that or I thought were awesome about the show. One was um, okay. I'll do this one first. So in the movie, there's a there's a scene where Agatha and Tom Cruise, <laughs> the the woman who plays Tom Cruise's it. character, yeah, yes, uh, John Anderton, Red Ball, John Anderton. Uh, they're going through like the mall, right? And they're they're avoiding like all the, the police. Yes, right? yes. And oh, she, great! That's a great scene. And yeah. she's and she's use she's using her uh, precognitive abilities to like say like grab that grab that umbrella, do this, do that. Yeah, stand um, right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like so, like I always thought that was a great part of that uh, film. So um, he doesn't quite do all that stuff in in the show, but there there are glimpses of that. And, okay. And I hope to see them kind of expand on on that. He does like small things, but not as she's stronger than he is. Obby. I, I I think there there needs to be a balance, right? Where you get certain sequences where like they really kind of tap into it and they can yeah. utilize that, but you don't want a character that's necessarily all knowing knows everything about the future because then it just kind of, it, it, it eliminates any kind of vulnerability to that character. Yeah. So you, I think you have to have that balance where it's like, I can see, I can kind of tell what's probably going to happen, but yeah, like I, I can mess up too. Yeah. 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 And, and I think that's, that's a, a smart thing by saying that dash is the weakest of the three. That way he doesn't have all that like it gives you that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to say about that. That would be a great transition to how I feel about heroes. But uh, but we are not there. Yet. We're not. We're not get okay there. And and the, the last thing I'll say is uh, there's a guy in the film. Uh, he's the caretaker. He's played by Daniel London. He is he is in the show as well. Okay. So um, so there's there's an off chance that Tom Cruise could show up eventually. I'm not going to say he will. But that's like saying all the uh, Avengers cast would show up in Agents of Shield, and well, I, we haven't quite seen that. Well, I mean, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was in an, an episode or two. We gotta get these snakes <laughs> on. This. Oh wait, wrong, wrong movie. Um, all right, so overall, it, thumbs it, up, thumbs down it, on Minority Report. Uh, I would, I would give it, I would give it a, th- a thumbs up overall. Okay. Well, we, if, if you if you like the movie, uh, which I do, I watch it every Fourth of July with my younger brother, whether no matter where we are. Uh, then you'll then you'll probably like the show. Awesome, awesome. Uh, if you guys watch Minority Report, we'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, send us a tweet or Facebook or I don't know. Take a picture of yourself watching it and post it on Instagram. You, <laughs> However, you, it works. You could be our hero. I don't know how these things. If you, <laughs> if you, we could be heroes. Yeah. We could one. be heroes. <laughs> uh, did you watch the original Hero series on NBC? I watched, yes. I watched the first season, then I watched a little bit of the second season. Sounds a lot like what I watched. And then, middle of the second season, I was like, this sucks. (laughs) This sucks. What happened? Um, I want to say I got through the first two full seasons of Heroes. But I know for a fact there was a point where I did the same thing, where I was like, you know what? (laughs) I can't. I can't watch this anymore. And I think I think one of the problems was the way the show started. It started really strong. It had some really good characters in it. And then it just kind of, like, some of the powers were kind of unique. And then it just, they were trying to, like, intertwine things a little too hard. And yeah. then people kind of flipped from good to bad, like, episode to episode or something. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, ah, oh, I don't. 
and then they kept adding more and more heroes and, all yeah. that. and it's just like okay you know what no i it, it, i'm and, out and I'm, all the while you're like why is siler still around and and i'm like lost is too good <laughs> i have to focus all my time on lost right now uh, but lost is gone lost, lost is, is gone. over that's right uh, so how now we, we gotta have, move on now we have a rebirth <laughs> with with heroes reborn it's oh a, it's, a, a reborn rebirth <laughs> Um, it is on NBC Thursday nights. The, uh, first two episodes played back to back this last Thursday. Um, and I, and I watched them. Yeah. I, I have a, a soft spot in my heart for heroes. I like the idea of them, uh, trying to bring it back and maybe they, you know, being more successful with it. It's, it's also to me a, a little bit like NBC just trying to get in on the superheroes on TV game. Yeah. I mean, ABC <laughs> is doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. CW's got like every superhero. Sh- they got yeah. like Arrow and Flash and just. And, t- they're, and they're doing it fairly successfully. Right. Uh, so NBC's like, okay, we, we have, we have su- our own superheroes. Let's, let's try and get them back in here. <laughs> uh, so the show opens with. Uh, is it Noah Bennett? Yeah. yeah. HRG. Yeah. So <laughs> horn room glasses. Yeah. Uh, it opens with him. He is uh, in Odessa, Texas. Yeah. Uh, the location of Primatech, the company that he. Okay. Oh, was, yeah. yeah. The, the, the shadow company or whatever that he worked with that yeah. he sold paper for. Right. Um, <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> and there is this huge, like, uh, almost like summit happening where it's Evos. That's, uh-huh. that's their. Uh, word for the these people that have evolved that have these powers uh evos and humans trying to make peace and it's this big peace summit where all these people are going to come together and they're going to find a way for everyone to coexist happy 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 uh he's looking for his daughter claire like at the summit um who is the cheerleader yeah from from they they saved her they They saved saved the world save the cheerleader save the world um and tons of kids and it's it's kind of this cool like utopian look at the scenario where there's like little kids with powers and they're like openly like hanging out and stuff and then spoiler alert for the first three minutes uh (laughs) a huge shadow covers the whole place and then like a huge bomb goes off and it kills like 90 percent of the people there right yeah this is sort of this premise that okay there there actually is a bigger thing going on where they're trying to knock out all these evolved people it fast forward. <clears throat> there it there's, is. There's the cop. <laughs> uh, it fast forwards through like a year within five minutes and starts showing that these evolved people are being hunted and there are people out to get them and then they're back in hiding and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Now we're at, we're, we're at standard heroes type stuff again, right? Um, and then from there, the show kind of just picks up where we're, we're doing um, sort of origin story type stuff for the new crop of characters the new class yeah they should that's what they should call it heroes, heroes new, new class, class. <laughs> zach morris makes an appearance uh, when i wake up in the morning <laughs> and the power starts showing and the dog ate all my homework last night bop, bop. <laughs> hey guys let's go to the peach pit Dude, that was no. that, that wasn't saved by the bell peach pit was oh is that nine oh two oh they were the the max the max the max oh go the the, the magic trick guy <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, all right, so in, instead of going through character by character or talking about the plot of of these first two episodes, I kind of just split the show into likes and dislikes, things I, I liked initially about it and things I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, one of the things they did is um, 
they have a character in in this first couple episodes that is sort of a masked hero. Yeah, like so a vigilante. He he's in he's in exactly. He's in he's in East Los Angeles. He's uh he's wears like a, a luchador mask uh-huh. and uh he's he's this vigilante that's kind of bringing justice for the people, right? Um over the course of two episodes, something terrible happens to him and his brother has to kind of pick up where he left off. All right. Uh I feel like this is a way that they're going to be able to do the whole mass superhero thing within heroes. Um which I I get is sort of like a direct competitor to like those CW shows and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not against it. I'm, I'm uh, for it. I, 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 I like this. Um, they do a lot of throwbacks to the original series. Um, sometimes it's just, you know, the mentioning of a character from, you know, Mohinder or, yeah. um, Hero. Nakamura. Uh, so, and I, and you've got like Noah Bennett and things like that. So, it ties into the original series, but it's also focusing more on these new people, which is which is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, what's the dude's name from Chuck? The show Chuck. He was also the voice of in uh, uh, Tangled. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know the dude's name. You don't know his name. I, I never watched Chuck. My hair is good. Yeah. Anyway, that dude. <laughs> he's uh, he's in the series now. Okay. And and he he is married to another character, and the two of them are going around hunting down. It's just, I mean, just the two of them. There doesn't appear to be any like parent company that's that's funding them or anything. Yeah, they're just on a mission to kill as many evos as possible. Oh, cool! Um, Right on. So (laughs) it's it's kind of twisted, but at the same time, like I I like him. He's a very like methodical kind of. He's he's thinking through situations. His wife is a little bit more gun happy, and they show her just wanting to blast everyone. And he's sort of more reserved about it. He's like, I I don't know if this is the right thing to be doing. Yeah, but he's going along with it. Um, interested to see how that progresses. Okay. Um, okay. And then there's just some really kind of neat characters and and powers that are that are propping cropping up in this uh, first couple episodes. So uh, there's a kid who can make stuff disappear. Oh, he doesn't know where they where the stuff goes until the <laughs> end of the second episode um the corn cornfields yeah just cornfields everywhere there's some there's a, there's sw- some twilight zone <laughs> reference there's some dude that's <laughs> that's watching over this kid kind of protecting him uh that seems to be able to take memories from people uh sort of like uh there's a guy in the first series that could do that don't um anyway siler i don't know siler siler could do everything siler had everything he was op uh but yeah, so and then just a few other characters that I'm just I'm kind of into, but that that brings me to some of the things I I dislike. Okay, tell me tell me what you disliked. Uh, it might it might lead me into uh, me talking about what I disliked about the original heroes. All right, so there's there's one character um, or storyline rather. It's taking place in Japan, and there is Hugh. The, not yet. I, I'm 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 thinking it's connected to Hero, but I. I I can't be sure. Yeah. Right. So uh, it opens up with this guy who is like, hey, I'm a professional video gamer. This is all in in Japanese. I I can't speak Japanese. So (laughs) for the listeners listeners sake, I'll translate. Um, But he's like, I'm a professional gamer. I got to the second stage of this really hard game. And in there it had your address. So I'm here. And there's this just this girl who is like stuck in a room. She's like blasting like J- Japanese pop music or something, um, 
But she's like a she's like a hermit and and like seems all like weird that this guy showed up, right? Uh, but then he mentions the name of the game and she like gazes down this hallway and she's like, oh, Overworld or whatever, whatever the game was called. Okay. Uh, fast forward to like the end of that first episode. She goes in this room, pulls out a sword, and when she pulls the sh- the sword out of its sheath, yeah, she transports into this video game. It's like an MMO type fighting game. Uh, okay. <laughs> <sighs> All right. <laughs> I get it. Heroes is for nerds, right? Like this this show is tar- it, it, the executives at NBC is like, "All right, we got to make we got to make a superhero show for them nerds, right?" <laughs> What are nerds like? What they, they they're probably trying to get on this TBS train. <laughs> they they like video games, right? They let's let's make a let's make somebody that warps into video games. That seems like a that seems like yeah. So she she transports in this video game. The <laughs> the images for this video game are terrible. Like yeah, like bad bad video game cinematic level like. Oh, animation like like PS one level. I, I mean, it's a little smoother than that, but it just it doesn't look good. There's there's not enough budget or time yeah. invested to make <laughs> it look like a good. So it just looks like bad animation. Yeah. It doesn't look like a video game, and it doesn't look like a good cinematic. It just looks like in that in between, like just kind of bad animation, you know, all, all the bad guys are like the same model that they just keep throwing at this girl. Um, the, I, the, I, the premise behind this is okay. Like I, she's now fighting alongside this guy that showed up where he's like, Oh, I'll come help you. So he's playing the video game while she's like physically inside the video game. Yeah. And she's searching for her father the whole time. Is her father hero? I don't know. The timeline doesn't really match up for her being old enough to be hero's kid and blah, blah, blah. No. But we haven't seen hero yet, so I don't know. That's weird. Um, okay. That bugs me. I'm sorry. Like like bad, bad animation? It's it's the bad animation. Um, and then just kind of this, like her power is that she can warp into a specific video game. Is it even her power or does the <laughs> sword do it? Like, I don't. I don't know. It's 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 a weird. I, it's I have a, the power to watch. Um <laughs> To watch Minority Report, <laughs> it's a contrived premise. Monday's and I'm on like, Fox, and there's a there's a point where like she like warps into the video game. She like moves through the world of the video game yeah. and then comes out of it, and she's in a different physical place in the real real world. Yeah, and it's like all right, that's kind of neat, I guess. But also, I just not all right. Well, that sounds it sounds sounds um, iffy at best. Yeah, and then the other point is just like some of the. Uh, methods that people are using like they're really trying to like build up action in places that that just doesn't need to be action sometimes wow it sounds like the walking dead yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) so i i'm hopeful that the show will do well i'm hoping that they kind of find their groove and kind of do it right this time yeah but i'm i'm on the fence i'm 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 not giving it the solid thumbs up not a full thumbs down either i'm just giving it like that shaka yeah right in the middle right there right (laughs) They, you know, a lot of people say that uh, that the writer's strike, which happened during season two, also happened during season two of Lost, right? Season three. No, oh, season three. Um, you know, a lot of people give that credit for the original heroes failing, right? But here's the thing. Like, Lost came back from that. and With a vengeance. With a vengeance. And they were still, it was still a good show. Heroes got progressively worse, I, I think. And, and that, like, I would stop by... 
I would stop by and watch an episode here and there. Um, and uh, but I, you know, I'd keep uh, I'd keep tabs on Wikipedia and all all that stuff just to see where it's going. And I was like, this the show is just it's going weird. So I, I want I want to comment on that because as as you know, I'm too much of a Lost fan. But uh, Lost came out came out the gate with an end game in mind, right? They knew how the series for Lost was going to end when they started the show. Yeah. Um, a lot of that, like mid season three, season four, some of that stuff, where like the episode started to drag, and people were like, "Okay, what's really going on with yeah, this? What's what's going on with Jack's tattoo?" That was that was the stranger in <laughs> strange land. That was. <laughs> sort of this negotiation back and forth between the writers and ABC, ABC wanting to draw lost out as much as possible because it was such a hit. Yeah. And the writers being like, we need to start doing major stuff in the plot of this show to set up our end game. And we need to set an end date for this. That's not the case for shows like heroes or, or a lot of shows on TV. They, they maybe pitch a pilot. They pitch, you know, a few, you know, overarching plot lines yeah but they don't have like an end necessarily from the beginning and so they don't have a goal that they're driving towards and i think that was probably something that really screwed heroes yeah is they they didn't know where the show was going or, or exactly how to finish it well you know i could i could think of a handful of shows that are exactly like that who where they 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 start and they're like you know let's let's draw this out as long as we can um, let's not have let's not have an end game, right? And that's and that's when shows start to meander. Dexter, I think, is one of the the uh, a great example of that because really that show should have ended, real at probably season four. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't have gone as long as it did because it was it was the the Trinity Killer with John Lithgow, like was it was awesome. Like that should have been like uh the climax, and then season four would have been like you know drawing down right season five maybe uh, and a lot of shows have that and that's why i think you know um things like game of thrones even like it it, it is driven it knows where it's going i th- i hope i don't well, know no. if george R. R. martin knows where it's going he's still like writing them well, as, he, as we go but. He, he i mean he, he he told the creators or not you know the showrunners how the, the how it's gonna end okay yeah. um you know uh and he's in there with them now at this point writing for the new season to make sure that because the sh- the show is caught up with the books and now it's yeah. moving beyond it. Yeah, and I, I think that's why uh, like The Walking Dead will will start to, will will. I mean, it's ar- it's already meandering. I I, f- yeah. I feel. Yeah. And and I've talked about it a long time ago, but Gail Ann Hurd has says said like, I want to keep this going as long as I can, and that's not that's not the right mentality for it. Yeah. You, I th- I think if you're moving towards a goal, uh, you're you're better suited to kind of. It's, it, you're you're sending everything towards one direction instead of just stringing people. Yeah, Sto- not towards one direction. Like S- storytelling is better when <laughs> there's an end. Sure. That's why the never-ending story didn't work. <laughs> get out! Just get out. Uh, uh, well, last thing I want to say about heroes, um, and I'm talking about like original heroes. OG. When they and when they introduce these these characters that are so powerful at the beginning, the only thing you can do is go down. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So you you introduce Peter. He has all these. You know, he can absorb every everybody's powers. You introduce Siler. He can steal everybody's powers. Um, hero time travel, right? And what happens when you introduce all these super powerful characters at the beginning? The only way you can keep storytelling in that way is to uh, nerf them. 
right? Yeah. So yeah. eventually, eventually, they nerf Peter, where he's he could only he could only have one power at a time. Yeah. Uh, I, I take the stuff back about Siler because he was just always he was just always OP. Yeah. And then Hero, they're like, well, how can we get a time traveling guy? How can we nerf him? Oh, let's let's have him stuck back in time. Yeah. You know, and uh, th- this is a guy who like. He started the show. He's the one who came back in time to say, "Hey, save the cheerleader, save the world." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, that was that was my big problem. Is you know what? You gotta you gotta ramp, but you gotta you gotta start small and get bigger, not start big and then be like, "Well, let's just let's go down." Yeah, I I think that's something that the whoever whoever's working on Heroes Reborn right now, <clears throat> Tim Kring, I think they're mentioning the original Hero series, but they don't want to get weighed down by it so i think i think they're making deliberate choices in the show to be like let's look forward let's not let's not get hung up with Let, some of the mistakes of the past let's, let's pretend these these mistakes weren't made <laughs> let's let's focus on a new set of issues with a new set of characters and, and hopefully we'll have ha- have some success with this so. all right but so, I'll, I'll keep watching I'll, I'll keep checking it out uh here and there for at least a few episodes to, <laughs> to see see how 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 well they do with it all right uh guys that's that's the shows we watch we want to know what shows did you guys watch this week are there any other uh fall tv shows that you're excited to uh see air or premiere uh was the evil dead oh yeah yeah fear fear <laughs> of the evil dead. fear the evil walking dead <laughs> uh the evil dead shows coming out uh here at the end of the month yeah it's uh, uh, well, end, end, end of, of october. october yeah um so so i'll be watching that because travis won't because he's I don't have stars. He's scared. I'd watch it. You're scared. <laughs> You're scared. Uh, I won't watch it with my wife, but I'll watch it. <laughs> uh we uh we uh in coordination with Geek Aid, we're we're I think we're gonna try to do like a like a thirty one days of, of Halloween horror movies or just oh, movies. Okay. Um yeah, I've been talking talking to those guys. Uh so you know, keep keep an eye out on that. Uh guys, uh that's our show. If you like this show uh, let us know what you think. Uh, connect with us on social media. You can send us an email, apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. We're on Twitter, at apathusiast. We're at Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Uh, and that is it. That, that's it. You can send us a carrier pigeon. <laughs> uh, hopefully you fed it well because getting halfway across the Pacific is tough for a pigeon. Oh, oh, yeah, and uh, be sure to check out our Comic-Con interview video over yes. on YouTube. Uh, on the YouTube, is it? On the YouTubes. Uh, and then, of course, uh, geekaid.com. You can get all of our episodes as well as... And more. And 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 how. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much for listening, and if you like the show, tell a friend about it. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell, a, Ref- tell, Ref- tell an arch nemesis about it. <laughs> tell, just tell somebody about it. Come Hero. on. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, until next week, I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. See you. Travis's co-host. Save big on Brunch for Mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.